Welcome to the Traffic Talk Podcast, anti-trafficking discussions for the modern abolitionists. I'm your host, Vern, from the Justice Ministry at Blue Water Mission. We've got a decade of experience fighting the injustice of human trafficking and have ministered to hundreds of victims by just using volunteers in our free time. But we've had outstanding results. We believe that there's a role for you in this fight too. On this podcast, you will hear interviews, stories, and discussions from people on the ground doing the real work. So plug in and get ready to open your heart and mind. And now, the next episode of the Traffic Talk Podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Traffic Talk Podcast. I'm Vern here to talk with you guys again. So we're kicking off our series in this episode. And this series, this interview series is going to be all about uh, why it's worth it. You know, why is it worth it to work on this kind of stuff? Why is it worth it to get involved? Why is it worth it to bring your life and connect it in with other people who are struggling with so much going on in life, um, struggling with trafficking situations and such. So we're going to be interviewing phenomenal leaders that are sharing a behind the scenes look into their extraordinary life of ordinary ministry. So there's a lot of things that they're doing that might sound like quite ordinary, but the fact is, is that they're doing it and they're getting extraordinary results in it. So today I'm talking with Edward and Edward is going to be sharing about how buying a house for community living gives his life purpose that could never come from his career. He talks about his vision for normalizing resource sharing amongst people. And he also shares the best Christmas gift he's ever received. In this interview, we talk about the holidays, we talk about making friends and to family and getting through the tough times. So while you're listening to this, go ahead and ask yourself the question. I want you to think about this. What would you try if you had a group of friends who had your back no matter what? So thanks for being on the podcast today. Um, Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So by profession, I am an electrical engineer um, and I work on designing electrical systems for buildings. And in terms of for fun, I like to do a lot of active stuff like playing sports, ultimate frisbee, gymnastics, parkour. and I have a lot of other weird interests. So that sounds like way different than electrical engineer. That sounds like that's pretty like n- not exciting most days. The electrical <laughs> engineering part? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you <laughs> like to do other things outside of work. For me, it's, it's just a job. Yeah. But yeah. Good way to pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> I don't find my life purpose in my work. No. No. Okay, so... Um, We've got you on here because I know that you've also been involved in some anti-trafficking work and you've like done, besides the cool things like, you know, you can you jump off of walls and flip in circles and things like that. Like besides that, you've done some really cool things for justice and like anti-trafficking work and, and things like that. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved 
in the anti-trafficking and kind of in the in the justice theme kind of work? If I'm going to start from the beginning, I would say um, when I was in college, when I was in InterVarsity, they were telling me about God's heart for the poor and the oppressed and God's heart for us as followers of Christ to um, to fight for the those who can't fight for themselves and to defend the weak. And um, so uh, jumping forward um, about six years, seven years ago, mm-hmm. no, six years ago, um, a friend and I, we were very into traffic, uh, uh, anti-trafficking and fighting for justice. Um, and we bought a house together. Um, there's a friend from church. We only knew each other for about a year, so everyone thought we were really crazy buying wow. a house together. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to live in community, um, intentional community, and uh, also community with a purpose. Mm-hmm. So um, there's some momentum carrying over from what he was doing and where he was living, where they were inviting uh, homeless people into their house. Mm. And so when we started this new house, we had invited a bunch of other uh, friends from church. And um, yeah, we wanted to live intentionally to serve other people. So we started off taking people who uh, we knew from off the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also partnered with uh, another friend who was running a safe house uh, for trafficking victims and mm-hmm. um, so some of the girls who were there uh, would stay with us yeah but yeah oh that's cool okay so let me get this straight so you started off in college you felt like that you were hearing about god's heart um, for the poor for the oppressed like that kind of thing and then um, you said it was about six years ago you met somebody at church who was living uh, an unusual life in that they were inviting people who were struggling with homelessness and addiction and that kind of stuff. So you met them and you thought like, this is cool. We should buy a house together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, I wanted to live in that sort of lifestyle and community, but I also mm. thought I want to buy a house instead of renting. Yeah. And I thought I can't afford a place big enough for what I want want to do mm. so I asked him hey do you want to buy a house together go in on it together so pull your resources <laughs> yeah. so that you can live this life of impact you know like making a difference um, and you've got your job that just kind of pays your bills but like you said that's not really where you were finding your purpose mm-hmm. but you wanted to do something more and so that's cool you guys pulled it together so you said that you've been doing it for like six years ago you, you know you've been doing it for about six years um, one of the questions that we like asking each other like on this podcast or talking to individuals about is like why do you stay involved because i think for a lot of our listeners or for a lot of people out there like wow that's unusual like and people think of like maybe going overseas and doing something radical for like a couple of weeks or maybe for a couple of months or maximum like a year but it's been like six years so this has really turned into a way of life like why why do you stay involved Uh, It definitely goes back to what I said in the beginning about how God has that heart for the poor. Um, Mm. And I think he's he's definitely broken my heart for that. He's given me a desire to serve in that way. Yeah. Um, 
And I feel like he's also uniquely equipped um, me in some ways to be involved in that. Um, just the way the spiritual gifts he's given me of mm-hmm. peace and patience and um, being able to gather people together. So being in the house, mm-hmm. um, kind of bringing that that stability. Um, and I, I feel like God's, um, in our church we talk a lot about life purpose or God-given purpose. Um, and I feel like the, the work that he gave me was refuge. Um, mm. And so part of my life purpose is to bring people into the refuge of God. And so in our house, um, it's not just a physical refuge in a mm-hmm. sense of uh, providing housing for people, but providing a safe place for people. And especially people who um, have been abused or who do struggle with mm-hmm. just not having a family or not belonging or not experiencing what true love is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just giving them that safe space uh, for them to experience that love. Um, and yeah, I feel like I stay involved because that's where God's called me to. Yeah. I like how you brought up your spiritual gifts and that you have, you said peace and patience. And I don't feel like that that's something that I, I don't know, it stood out to me because I don't hear people talk about those as spiritual gifts, but they're absolutely huge and like needed in a house. And I liked how you described it as like, you feel like that you can be a stabilizing force, a a stabilizing uh, presence inside a house, which is so important to like, creating that sense of family and that sense of connection that so many people who are hurting they need that and that's not something that was present in their family homes when they were growing up so anyway i wanted to highlight it because i thought that it was a beautiful way of putting it and of calling it out and it's impactful to others because sometimes we think that well the people that really get things done are kind of like the loud like extroverts uh, I don't know. We don't often think of those um, spiritual gifts of the patients. Like the really charismatic ones. Yeah, like yeah, like people tend to think of like the charismatic thing <laughs> going on, but that's not necessarily what brings the most important thing to the house and um, to the sense of family and that kind of thing. So I really like it how you brought that up, and definitely something that I've seen in you and seen in your house. And it's like it's been real. It has been, it's made a difference in people's lives. Um, so next question that I want to come up with um, with you is, does it ever break your heart or just seem like that it's too much to handle? Because this type of lifestyle, there's plenty of frustrating moments in it, plenty of like hard moments, disappointing moments, that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of our listeners are a lot of people that I've ran into. They just like wonder, like, how do you continue? Like, how do you keep doing this? I think the most heartbreaking thing is when you feel like you've invested so much in someone mm-hmm. um, and you just don't see it go anywhere. Like so many people who have come through our house um, trying to get off drug addiction or trying to break from a certain destructive lifestyle um, mm-hmm. and we're there to kind of partner with them. Um, like in our house it's a family, like no one is above anyone else but we're all working together to try and just encourage one another um, but some people their their lives are more whatever their vices is more paralyzing or more mm-hmm. destructive um, so we try and work with them to uh, to break free from those things and yet um, it's really 
at the end of the day, it falls on uh, their choices and what they decide to do. Uh, we can only encourage them so yeah. far. Uh, and then when we see them choose something that'll just get them hurt, um, that's when it is the biggest struggle. Mm. Um, and then there's also other times when it's just life is just chaotic like mm -hmm. in our house. We've lived with as many as 20 people at a time, um, which we don't do anymore. But, uh, <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, we, we were just doing whatever and taking as many people in at a certain time, and we realized that wasn't sustainable. But, um, and just having so many different personalities come in, uh, and it was chaotic. Um, but that's where I felt like God used me the most in those moments, like I was mm. saying with the spiritual gifts. Um, but I continue because um, it's, I feel like there's such a need for it. Um, mm. So the one I bought the house with when he, he moved out recently because he had a kid um, and he asked me if I wanted to keep the house going and I thought yes. It, it didn't take me too long to decide on keeping it going because there's such a huge need for it. Mm -hmm. um, just this sense of like, there's so many people who need a family and who need mm -hmm. a place to just need a place to um, stay, even if it's not long term. Um, and in our house, our, in our church, we have people asking me all the time, like. Hey, I know this person who needs help. Mm -hmm. Can you help them? And my dream is for like more people to do that, like mm -hmm. to for people to understand that it's not a huge barrier. Like, mm -hmm. It's pretty like I want to make this a normal type of culture. Of yeah. Just um, hey, I have these resources. Um, like God's given me these resources, and I want to use this to help someone else who doesn't have them yeah um, and just uh, yeah continue because even with all the stories of quote-unquote failures where people chose destructive lifestyles mm. um, we had a friend who was out on the streets who couldn't overcome his addiction to alcohol and drugs and he, he died and we had a memorial for him but then there's also a lot of stories of people who um, we have seen grow out of those lifestyles and are doing awesome. And um, one of my favorite stories is a girl who stayed with us who she struggled with drug addiction for about at least 10 years. Mm. Um, and I felt like I invested a lot in her. And um, even when she left our house, she still wasn't fully recovered mm -hmm. um, and I didn't hear from her for a while but several months later uh, it was like around Christmas time she texted me Merry Christmas mm -hmm. uh, and then I found out that she was she had been sober for three months which is longer than she had ever been sober mm -hmm. over those 10 years and for me that was one of the best Christmas presents uh, I could get was because I felt like I invested so much in her and just seeing um, her come out of that and it's, it's not anything, it's not me, it's all God, um, but mm -hmm. just seeing how God transformed her life, and she's doing so well right now, mm -hmm. um, and it's stories like that that make it worth it. Yeah, 
Uh, I love that you're bringing up Christmas because we're almost to Christmas and this podcast, it's going to launch around Christmas. And so like the holidays, it's interesting because I feel like that some people think like, oh, the holidays is just for my family and they keep it kind of like insular. But I've been so blessed and I'd love to hear from you, like in opening up my holidays and including other people, like now it feels weird when I have an insular (laughs) holiday I'm like where's all my people like all my friends that kind of thing you know we talked about in church today there was um something that came up that said you know make friends family so I just wanted to ask you like I don't know like I love that story that you just shared about getting that text back because they do reach out to us so many times like we're now part of their family and they're thinking of us on the holidays but I don't know share something about like Cause I know you've done a lot of like opening up your home even broader, like around the holidays. Like, I don't know. What does it mean to you? Why do you like bringing individuals in, like gathering more friends, gathering more people in need, like around the holidays? Um, especially around the holidays, there's so many people who like, because holidays is about family and mm-hmm. uh, having a place to go. And yeah, there's so many people who don't have that. Um, and so our house has a lot of times, we, especially at Thanksgiving um, and even Christmas, we think about our friends who don't really have, seem like they wouldn't have a place to go. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just giving them that, that space and um, yeah, just being a part of that family. Yeah, you guys are great. Like, you have a ton of food, and you have, like, games. Yeah. And, you know, kids, I'm adults. I'm not the best at planning those. <laughs> so that's where, that's where living in community is awesome, because whatever I'm not good at, there's definitely someone else who, who is good at that, and so I can rely on them. And they'll do most of the planning. (laughs) Me too. I was never the party planner or the game instigator. But everybody loves it, you know, and it's so much fun. Um, Okay, well, we'll wrap up with the last question. And just pointing out that many people don't choose this type of life. I'm guessing, like, in your engineering office, there's not many other people, like, living this type of life. no one, as far as I know. (laughs) So, I think... Maybe other people in your career, um, other people living a a similar, like, I don't know, outside Western world kind of life as yours would ask, like, why is it worth it? Like, what have you gained, like, personally by living this kind of life for the past six years? Yeah. um, Yeah, my life, uh, my work is full, like a full-time job. And Mm -hmm. so um, it's... More than full-time. You work overtime a lot. Yeah, I work overtime. So... This is like my second life, um, but it's yeah, it's funny that you ask this because in our house, um, like when we do our house meetings, mm-hmm. uh, one of the questions I asked is why why people would choose to live in the community, and and I I also brought that up like people normally wouldn't choose this mm. life, especially in our culture. Like everyone has their own personal space. This is my stuff. Like don't en- encroach on my in my boundaries um, but living in uh, community and doing this type of work is um, is worth it and uh, another question we ask is what do you hope to gain from living in community um, and for me my answer was that 
as I said, like, God has called me into this type of life, and I live in community because um, it gives me faith to try things that I would never be able to do on my own. Mm. Um, there's always, like, just having that uh, sense of um, safety, of mm. knowing that no matter what happens, if I fail or whatever, um, these people are going to be there to love me and to back me up. Um, mm. And also just to encourage each other. Um, like you said, one thing that we talked about in church today was that we all inspire one another to do even better things. Like if mm. I'm going to do, like you, if I see you doing this thing, if you, I see you jumping over this wall, like I'm going to try and jump even higher. Like I'm going to try and do great things as well. And so in our house, like there's so many people right now who are so filled with faith um, mm. and just feeding off of that with one another encourage us to even do even more things with greater faith um, and I like that yeah. faith is contagious like yeah. in your household <laughs> and it just spurs you guys on that's awesome but well, also gaining those stories um, mm. and um, yeah those relationships and living in community is um, yeah you just get to with everyone and their different personalities and different gifts, like there's so much more we can do together versus mm -hmm. by ourselves. I like it. Yeah, it is. It's so powerful. And I think it's important also because like both you and I were introverts and I think maybe you're more introverted um, on the scale than me. Maybe not. I don't know. Like you love doing the social things, but it's like you know, the quieter, um, not the like, stand out draw the attention kind of people but it's still like living in community is better yeah 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 it's great like i come home because in my work i know a lot of people they work a lot with people and when they come home they just want to be by themselves but for me as an engineer because i don't have a lot of people mm. interaction when i come home i want to be with other people and so having that at the house like, mm. it's it's awesome yeah, uh, I love it. I think that there's so many things that the people listening to the podcast are going to enjoy out of this interview. So thank you for doing it. We enjoyed um, talking to you. I know everybody's going to love it. Thank you. love talking to Edward in this interview. I'm really looking forward to future interviews with him. He's already written me and said that he's got more ideas that he wants to talk about. So for you guys, I want you to think about, you know, like if you're looking for more purpose in your life, like he was looking for more purpose than just in his career, then I would suggest that you grab our free resource on protecting the vulnerable. Not only do you get awesome training that you can apply anywhere in your life and world, you get on our email list to hear about the latest happenings in the Blue Water Mission Justice Ministry. And in 2019, we are doing big things. You don't want to miss out. Jump on and connect with us now. Last thing I want to say, if you're enjoying this Traffic Talk podcast, drop us a review, give us some stars, and recommend Traffic Talk to some friends. Thanks.